Anonymous asks, why is less social good? This is a poorly worded question, but I think they mean something like why, what's wrong with social situations and socializing and social lives, having a social life, um, etc. So to understand this question or the answer to the question, what you need to do is understand what is a social life. Uh, why it's bad is, is pretty simple once you know what it is. So people interact in a non-truth-seeking way where instead of what's true, there's what uh, pleases the group, what's popular, what helps me get along with people who don't have reasons, they just have conclusions and preferences. And, you know, forget about changing their mind, forget about figuring out what's true, just consider... Uh, a lot of the ways people interact socially is assume everyone's preferences are immutable. You know, they want what they want. It's not going to change. Then how can we all compromise? That is a bad way to run your life. You should be truth-seeking, and if other people don't want to do that, in general, don't interact with them. Don't compromise. Just go your own way and do your own thing according to what you think actually makes sense or is a good idea. Social dynamics have a lot of rules. Um... For example, double texting someone shows that you're needy and high effort. So don't double text people, have a back and forth where it's kept very even, like who has put in how much effort. And if either person ever gets very ahead in effort, they're looked down on. Um, that is not a good way to have conversations. It's like anti-thinking, because what if I think of a second thought? You're not supposed to add in a second thought because then you're trying too hard. So it's basically like don't think because that's effort and effort is bad. Social rules in general, are if you if you portray that you're using effort, if you show that you're using effort, uh, people think that's low status. The assumption behind that is that effort is bad. If you're high status, you wouldn't need to put in effort. People only put in effort because they're like pressured to. Everyone hates effort. So it's basically anti-life because you should want to do things in life. You should like expending effort on stuff. You know, you should have things you actually want to do and like doing and put effort into them. That's, it's good to to do stuff in your life, to be effortful. That's not something to avoid. You should avoid like types of effort you don't like, you know, in, in favor of ones you do like. You should try to have some control over what you spend effort on so that you're spending effort to pursue your values um, rather than uh, because your teacher told you to. You know, if your teacher tells you to do something you don't want to do and it's stupid, it's not going to help you. And then you spend a bunch of effort on it, that sucks. And that's the kind of thing that alienates people from effort because they're pressured into doing unpleasant, pointless effort. And then they start seeing effort as something that you're ordered to do by your superiors instead of as something you choose to do in order to pursue your own goals. But that's a bad mindset. You want to get away from that. And you want to get away from the mindset of superiors. Superiors is like a social thing. It's like who gets to tell who what to do. Um, and it's frequently, it's not because of uh, hiring someone. It's not because of, I get to tell you what to do because I'm paying you to do it. And if you don't want to do it, that's fine, but then I'm not going to pay you. You know, that's a different kind of thing. But there's a lot of stuff where I can tell someone what to do because I have social power over them. I'm high status, and they, they feel like they need to impress me or suck up to me, or um, I'll be able to take their friends away from them or prevent them from getting laid because... If they're on the outs, if they're unpopular, then a lot of people are going to uh, take my side.
So there's the whole social climbing thing. Uh, so should you be a social climber? Should you spend your time trying to impress people like Gail Wynand? No. And if you understand what social climbing is, and like, then you understand that there's this thing, social status, um, that comes in degrees, and social climbing is trying to gain more of it. And the way it is measured or uh, determined is not rational, it's not truth-seeking. It is by rules, like, who appeared to put in less effort. Um, so for example, don't qualify yourself. Don't answer questions. Answering someone's question is considered jumping through a hoop. And whoever's jumping through the other person's hoops is lower status. They're seen as more needy, as more um, chasing the other person, as more desperate, as more wanting the other person's approval and interactions. Whereas the less needy person, who has people come to them, um, you know, just sort of sits there and chills, and everyone is coming to them and asking for things. And because they have people coming to them, they don't need to chase people. They already have enough options. They have abundance. So that whole mindset is not how you should approach life. Because the games do not correspond well to what is actually a good life. You know, the game of getting people to come to you instead of going to them. Why, why shouldn't you find someone who's actually really good and go seek them out? It's good to, uh, to think about what do I want and to pursue it, not to passively uh, try to manipulate people into coming to you. And a lot of it is based on not, you know, actual merit and accomplishments, but on like little manipulations, like walk backwards while you're talking to someone, uh, can get them to follow you, and then it looks like they're following you, and then it feels to everyone, including yourself and them, because everyone has a bunch of intuition about how social works. It feels like your higher status because they're following you. Um, if you talk slightly too softly, it'll get people to lean in. And then leaning in is try hard. They're trying to hear what you're saying. They're putting effort into hearing you. So just talking slightly softly is a way to manipulate people so you gain status and they lose status. If you're focused on social, you worry about things like being locked in in a conversation, meaning you're in the you're sitting or standing in such a way that it looks like you're uh, in a stable position and not moving, like leaning against a wall. Like if you're leaning against a wall and the other person is standing in the open with nothing to lean against, you look higher status. It looks like they came to you because you're the one in a stable position and they're the one who's sort of like mobile and walking around. If you're sitting in a chair and they're standing up, you look better. So people who focus on social worry about those kind of things all the time and they're trying to control them so that they can gain social status instead of losing it. Uh, whereas a better way of life is to stop thinking about all that crap and think about, you know, what ideas are true? How do I learn? How do I correct errors? What's good or bad? What's moral and immoral, etc. So if you want to learn more about what social is, like how it actually works, the best material is the book Girls Chase, or that's not the name, it's... I call it Girls Chase, but the actual name is How to Make Girls Chase. It is an ebook. If you Google how, uh, how to Make Girls Chase ebook, you will find it. There's many types of social dynamics and situations and whatever, um, and th this kind of dating stuff is the one that's the most developed. People have put the best effort into researching it and studying it and testing their theories and so on. 
So it's a good place to start learning a lot of the dynamics because it has higher quality knowledge. And then when you try to study uh, like business social dynamics, for example, then having, having some general knowledge of social dynamics of high, high quality will help you judge uh, which stuff is, makes sense and which stuff is bullshit. Uh, and in particular, be careful of the stuff that tries to use a lot of scientific studies. And they're like, psychology studies showed. Whenever they're saying that, it's frequently bullshit. Lots of those studies are really, really bad if you actually read them and have uh, critical analysis skills. Uh, if, if, you're, if you're looking at one of those studies and you've actually tried to research it and, and see if you can find anything wrong with it and you think it's correct, um, please share it on my blog somewhere as a question and ask if anyone can see anything wrong with it. Go to like the open discussion page or submit it as a podcast question or something. Although study analysis is hard to do in a podcast, so I'd probably do it in writing because you want to quote the study and then comment on a quote and then quote something else and comment on the quote and so on. So that's hard to do verbally. But anyways, yeah, so if you, if you make a serious effort to understand one of the studies, one of the psychology studies about influence and how to be popular and how to get people to think you're smart and whatever other social stuff, and you can't find anything wrong with it, so you think it's actually one of the good ones, then please share it for potential criticism. Because, you know, if there are actually any good ones, I want to see them. And I, I like to go over examples of bad ones occasionally also. So if it's bad, that's okay. Um, and I, I like to go over the bad ones that fool people, like, because, you know, there's a lot of bad ones. So if you specifically bring the ones that you can't find anything wrong with, those are the ones that like people most need help with. So that's useful for me to know which ones to comment on. And if you give information like what potential criticisms did you think of, like what are the ways you tried to see that it was wrong that you would maybe use on a different study and then didn't work out this time. If you can give any info about your thought process, that's helpful because then I can know like what you're missing and what to focus on. Anyway, I don't particularly recommend looking into the studies, just um, a lot of people are impressed by the by people who bring up studies. There's a lot of like influence books that sort of do that kind of thing. Actually, the Girls Chase guy does it too in some of his newer material. Uh, he does a bunch of that stuff. But I don't think it's in this book very much. Anyway, a lot of people are impressed by that, but don't look at the studies. They just sort of assume psychologists know what they're talking about. So I want to tell you, psychologists do not know what they're talking about, or at least don't assume it. Um, so either just be really, really skeptical of all the studies or actually look at some of them. And if you do look at some of them and you got stuck, then that's a thing I'd be interested in helping with. But I, I'm not recommending it. I'm recommending just ignoring the studies. It's like crap. And then if you're willing to. But if you're not willing to, if you want to look for yourself, then you can. But what I'm, what I'm recommending is the book How to Make Girls Chase by Chase Amante uh, if you want to understand social dynamics and how a lot of stuff works.